Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to Drummer Daily, the only daily podcast just for drummers. Hey, if you want to get better at playing with a click track, and who doesn't, go to boomclick.net slash start today. Hello again. Welcome back to Drummer Daily. Thanks for joining me. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy I'm here. I'm so happy we are together in this virtual space in your mind's eye. If you can imagine it, close your eyes. No, probably don't because you're probably driving. Uh, So don't close your eyes. (laughs) Don't close your eyes if you're driving. But I was going to say, just imagine we're sitting in the room together having a chat. That's what I think of whenever I record these podcasts, I think. Just you and me having a chat about drums. And uh, I like that. I just appreciate you joining me again. So thanks. Um, So today... I thought we would uh, talk about drum tuning again. Uh, I know that some of the more popular episodes that I have done um, the, the get the most downloads are the ones where I talk about drum tuning. So I thought this would be it's a good indication that, uh, that you might like to know about tuning drums or, or at least discuss it or hear me talk about it and then think about how, think about how wrong I am and send me an email and tell me that I'm wrong <laughs> or um, whatever it is. So uh, I thought I'd talk about uh, more about drum tuning. But uh, so I know that previously we've talked about uh, tuning snare drums and uh, I believe we've talked in general about tuning, tuning drums. Uh, but I thought I would uh, bring up one a uh, big mistake that I see drummers make a lot. I guess I don't see them make it a lot. I mean, I hear it when I hear the hear the drums tuned this way. Um, but I also read it on forums or different places. Um, and it's never just, you know, it's never people who are saying, uh, you know, I'm the expert on drum tuning, tune it this way. So I'm not really, I'm not telling you, um, you know, any resource that you find about t- drum tuning is wrong. Um, in fact, there's so many great resources all around about drum tuning. Uh, but what I normally see is people in forums saying, hey, I'm having this problem with my toms sounding, uh, uh, they're either too resonant or they're, they're ringing too, like they're ringing too much when I hit the drum, the tone lasts for too long. Or they say, my drums are too dead, how can I get more resonance? Um, and, um, and then they, they say, I've tried this or I've tried that. Or someone else is like, why don't you try doing this? And I see so many times advice that I think is wrong. Um, or at least will lead you down a path that might cause more frustration than help. So what is that mistake? Well, I think what it is, uh, is, is two things. First, it's ignoring, uh, or completely, uh, glossing over the importance of the bottom head in tuning a drum. Um, of course, uh, if, if you don't gloss over it and you think, of course, Daniel, I, I 
pay attention all the time to tuning the bottom head. I don't, you know, it doesn't apply to me. Great. Wait for step number two, because maybe this, that'll apply to you. Uh, but, uh, uh, a lot of times guys think that just their, their top head's out of tune or something. If they just get that, get that tone right, it'll sound great. And they completely ignore or don't spend as much time on the bottom head as they do the top head. You know, there's two heads on a drum and they both have to vibrate, uh, to make sound. And so, um, by tuning, uh, both heads, you need to make sure that you're actually spending, uh, I mean, I would say more time, I think more time maybe even on the bottom head than the top head. The reason why I say more time, especially if you're first putting a head on, uh, is, uh, we don't tend to adjust the bottom head as much. I know that for me, I never tune a bottom head during a show unless I've got something really bad going on that I didn't hear before. Um, but I might retune a top head, uh, you know, depending on how long a show is or a set of songs is, you know, I might retune it, you know, five or six times during a set. Um, or if I'm in, a, in the studio and I'm recording, especially on the snare drum, um, I will retune almost after every take just to make sure that that snare is exactly where it was. Because, you know, when you start doing a bunch of takes of the same song, what you start hearing over time is the um, is the, the snare drum sound changing with each take it gets lower and lower pitched, um, which can be a problem if you're going to try to edit together different takes on the drums. Anyway. Um, so, uh, I would just say, uh, spend as much time getting that bottom head right as you can before you move on, because we're probably not going to adjust it, the bottom head as much, um, you know, once it's set up, especially toms that might be over, you know, the kick drum, it's just hard to get to if nothing else. Um, and it's definitely not easy to tune the bottom head if you don't flip the drum over, if you're trying to tune upside down or backwards, you know. So uh, that's step number one. And the other thing that I see, and this is actually probably a bigger mistake that I see people making, is they almost, if, if they're having a certain issue with how, how their drum sounds, they all, I feel like a lot of people uh, go the wrong direction with how they try to solve the problem if, when it comes to like resonance. So for example... Um, tuning a bottom head, uh, I've actually found that a lot of times on toms, if a drum is too resonant, it actually is not that the bottom head, it's cause this is one of those, another one of those counterintuitive things on drums. A lot of times when I hear drums that are, that are too resonant, they ring like a floor tom that rings too long. Like you hit the drum and it just goes mm, forever. Um, the tendency is, okay, you think, all right, that, that head is vibrating too much. It's, it's, it's like a guitar string. It's vibrating too much. I can fix that vibration by getting, making it harder for that drum to vibrate. So I will tune the bottom head lower pitched. I'll tune it down. And what happens a lot of times is when you do that, it actually ends up sounding, um, even more resonant, or if you can ever eliminate all of that extra resonance that you want to get rid of, you all of a sudden have uh, uh, introduced a lot of weird growl or or dive bombing sounds. Just depending on where you're starting, of course, this could be different. Um, so uh, I know that uh, that for me, that's a big a big change. I know a lot of guys too always try to get their top and bottom heads to be the exact same tone. That's like maximum resonance, by the way. If you get both heads the same note or like tuned to basically exactly the same, you're going to get, um, I think the longest ring, uh, the sound coming out of the drum, uh, that it can produce. Um, so, uh, if that's your goal, that's the way to do it, uh, tune them both the same. Uh, but what I was going to say is a lot of times, 
especially if you're getting a weird quirk about your sound. So maybe it's not, um, it's not uh, the resonance is too long, but maybe it's that weird dive bombing sound where it goes, the drum goes doom. You know, kind of, or it sounds like uh, has a weird kind of growl sound to it when you hit the drum. Uh, if those are some of your problems, I would suggest trying to tune that bottom head higher first. And what I've what I've learned with tuning the bottom head higher, it doesn't work all the time. And again, this is I don't know if you have a specific problem like this. I don't know if you know I'd have to hear your drum to know really what it sounds like. So this may not work for you. But I would suggest trying tuning that tuning that bottom head a little higher. And what happens is for me a lot of times when I tune that bottom head a little higher, I get rid of that unwanted sound, whatever that sound is. But also the tones that are left over, those overtones, those ringing sounds that are just natural in a drum head or on a drum when two drum heads are on it, the sounds that are left over are much more pleasing and musical. And what I find a lot of times with toms is that I don't have to muffle them as much or at all um, compared to um, compared to where I normally would have to do it. Um, and so maybe try tuning that bottom head up a little bit and see how that works for you. Now I will say, um, there's one other kind of bonus tip as a part of this that I wanted to share with you. And that is we need to be mindful of, uh, the fact that drum, every drum has a tuning range. How low can you get it and still make a tone? How high can you get it and still make a tone? And de- the drum heads definitely play into that as well, what kind of drum head you're using. But keep in mind that you're not going to make an 8-inch tom sound like a 14-inch tom. You're not going to get it that low. You're not going to get that 14-inch tom. I mean, you can tune drums pretty high. Um, and in fact, I, I've never... I, I've never uh, heard a drum that couldn't be tuned higher. I mean, eventually you just choke the drum, but normally that's a function of the, the, uh, the head, you know, getting tight, getting too tight. Um, but, uh, there is a low end to what a drum can be tuned at before it just stops making a musical tone and just sounds like you're hitting a cardboard box, which incidentally, I've played a lot of backline kits in my day, uh, at festivals and churches and conferences and things. And uh, I am always surprised that the number of people who seem to prefer their floor toms sound like a cardboard box. Um, I'm not one of those. I like a good low tone, but I don't like cardboard box sounds. But anyway, just keep in mind that uh, the the drum has a limit. The The drum that you're playing is going to have a limit in different woods, have a difference in that, how different thicknesses of the plies, how many plies, whether or not they have reinforcing rings, how much hardware is on the drum, the design of the the um, the hoop, so the, the rim on the drum, whether it's triple flange, single flange, die cast, or some other kind of crazy thing I've not thought of or heard of, um, those all have an effect as well. Um, how many lugs are on the drum. That's why I love my ANF. My snare has 10 lugs, which normally snare drums have eight most of the time. I love having 10 because it gives me a little more flexibility. Um, so that's, those are all things to consider. The drum is naturally going to only go so low. Um, and so you kind of have to play within it. I'd much rather have a drum that is tuned a little higher uh, than I want, but have it sound good, uh, then have a drum that is tuned down right where I want it pitch-wise, but doesn't sound very good, uh, you know, objectively, as, as objectively as you can be about music. It doesn't have a good drum sound to it. 
or it's not easy to record or mic up. So anyway, I have droned on too long about this. I hope this inspires you to try something new with your drums. Um, let me know uh, by sending me an email or whatever, uh, or comment on this if you're on if you're on the website uh, looking at the show notes for this. Uh, let me know if that this is a terrible idea and doesn't work at all for you. Uh, I love having discussions about this stuff, even if I'm wrong. I like hearing from you. All right, until tomorrow. Thanks for listening and joining me. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.